That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hello, friends. Hope you had a relaxing Thanksgiving weekend. And now, welcome back to the Bill Press Pod. Well, in his storied life as a developer, real estate tycoon, and casino mogul, Donald Trump got in a lot of legal trouble. But with the help of a lot of clever, high-priced attorneys, and by paying off a lot of people, Trump always somehow managed to escape. No surprise, then, that Donald Trump has also gotten into a lot of legal trouble as president of the United States, where he's always operated above the law and sometimes even against the law, and yet so far has managed to skate again. The big question is, can Trump be held responsible for crimes committed as president after he leaves office? And should he be? Well, at least one high-ranking member of Congress thinks so. Congressman Bill Pascrell, representing New Jersey's 9th Congressional District and chair of the House Ways and Means Oversight Subcommittee, is demanding that Trump and top aides be investigated and prosecuted after he leaves office. Congressman Pascrell joins us from his office in Washington. Congressman, it's good to join you again. Thanks for spending some time here on the Bill Press Pod. Well, Bill, I'm honored to be with you. <laughs> You're very long time, long time admirer, and uh, you're still going strong, and we're still on the battlefield, and we don't have any intention of leaving it. Well, that that makes <laughs> that makes that makes two of us, uh, Congressman. So I, I want to ask you first of all something maybe a lot of people don't understand. I don't understand. It's clear that Donald Trump lost the election to Joe Biden, the popular vote and the Electoral College, and yet he is still out there fighting to stay in the White House. Why do you think? Well, you know, it's uh, over now over six million votes. Yeah, and, you know, divides them, and so far with all of these investigations going on in his lawyers filing uh, complaints. We haven't disenfranchised one voter that I know of, and I try to keep on top of this day every day. Not one voter has been disenfranchised. So why are we continuing to accept his self-aggrandizement on and on and on every day? Well, we should expect this from the guy because he has ego problems. I mean, you know, we sometimes we win, sometimes we lose. He told us what he was going to do, though. He wasn't going to accept it a long time ago. I always said, make sure you listen to what he tells you going to do, because he usually does it. He tries to do it anyway. Do you think that he is afraid of leaving the White House because he's afraid of what might happen to him uh, in terms of his legal problems when he leaves the White House? I think that's part of the reason. But I think the main reason is the fact that uh, he, he he doesn't like to lose. I don't like to lose. Um, but there's nothing to indicate, no evidence. They went to court without evidence. Giuliani is the leader of these dwarfs. And he went to, he went to, to court with no evidence. I don't know what they teach you that in law school. I'm not a lawyer, but I would say you got to have the evidence to go to court 
on such a big deal. And the fact is that they did not go to court. All of these lawyers in each of these states that that confronted the vote didn't bring us any closer to seeing what they're talking about. In fact, if you look at the laws of the state of New Jersey by the the New York Rules of Professional Conduct for Lawyers. There are two areas there, and I cited them in the complaint, which I sent to the Grievance Committee in New York. Uh, he, I believe Mr. Giuliani might have violated the rule of professional conduct. Uh, and, and it's very, it, let me, let me, I think it's worth reading. May I do yeah, that? Please. Right. No, I want to ask you about that. Uh, it requires that a lawyer shall not bring or defend a proceeding or assert or controvert an issue therein unless there is a basis in law, in fact, for doing so, so that it is not frivolous. That's what it says. I didn't write yeah. it. You didn't write it. Uh, and I think you also might have violated uh, Rule 8, Section 4, 4C, which posits that it is professional misconduct for a lawyer to engage in conduct involving dishonesty, fraud, deceit, or misrepresentation. I, I you know, I'm bringing the evidence. Since they brought no evidence to, to in, in any way, support their case. I'm bringing evidence to support my case. I wrote the letter to them. You wrote to how many states, Congressman? It was all, all the six states. And you're you're asking them, basically, to throw Rudy Giuliani out of the, take his license away, correct? Well, I think Giuliani's going to do that to himself. Uh, he is the president's counsel. I understand that. So not only is Barr uh, prominently mentioned in other things that we're doing at this point, but uh, he certainly became the lawyer of Donald Trump rather than the lawyer of you, you and me. And uh, that's serious business, too. I'm not bringing that up in this case, but I'm, I'm just bringing it out of who are his attorneys. You cite them in your letter, uh, as you've called them, I know, in the media as enabler, Rudy Giuliani, as an enabler of, of Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that the worst sin of all if I can use that term now, the worst sin of all, Bill, is that he was enabled to do what he did for four years by people who have either been elected or appointed and very few raised their hand and deferred or dropped out of that cabal. And we have to learn in this country. And I would disagree with some people who stood alongside of me and, and uh, supported Joe Biden. Now, if you we leave this behind, let's go to the next chapter. Uh, let's uh, put bygones be bygones. And what happened last year, the year before, last week, doesn't matter. We've got a new president now. And, and I support him 100%. Joe Biden is a great person, a great human being. And I know him. And I know, I believe, I share what he has in his heart for the American people. And he's not going to disappoint them. But I don't agree with those who say, well, we should get on with the thing and forget about it. We've done that too many times in the past, Bill. We did it when President Obama, we, we adore, uh, was elected president in both the executive branch of government and both the legislative branch of government chose not to follow up on the curses of the Iraq war. And I could say this with an open heart, Bill, because I voted for the legislation that provided the opportunity for us to go into Iraq and Afghanistan. I voted for it because I was convinced, as, as Colin Powell was convinced, that that evidence uh, was uh, in a lockbox. Well, it was in a lockbox, maybe, but there was no evidence that yeah. we could really look at and say, well, there's a reason to go to war. 
So, you know, we make mistakes. I mean, I made a mistake on that ball. So I could talk about it. I mean, if you don't admit, if you're like Donald Trump and you're perfect, well, that's different. You don't have to worry about me. <laughs> I am not perfect. I do the best that I can. I do my own research most of the time. I had a reason for going after him, not providing the American people uh, with his tax returns. I, I had a reason to say, to look at uh, what Secretary Cheney provided that evidence to Colin Powell and the rest of us. And he was, he was off the rudder. So we can't do that anymore because it's not a good example to leave for our kids. And it doesn't matter what you do. It'll be forgiven because the president cannot be prosecuted. And so, by the way, we have never, ever put that statement in right, court. Right. We've never proven it. That the president cannot be found guilty. I mean, you tell me if a president shoots somebody, it's going to be, well, we can't touch it because he's still the president. Maybe when he's out of the presidency. I mean, he almost got people to believe that. Yeah. I think that's insanity. You know, that has nothing to do with liberal, Republican, conservative, Democrat, Republican. Has nothing to do. This election had nothing to do with, practically speaking, with Democrat and Republican. It's had to do with our soul. And Joe said that when he started to run. I just want to be clear, Congressman. You you believe uh, that it's important that Donald Trump, once he's out of the White House, be investigated and prosecuted for crimes that he committed or laws that he broke while he was president of the United States. Yeah, that's what I believe. And I'll tell you one thing. I think the states have a better chance to do it than the national government because they've already started down the alley of putting evidence together. We've seen New York State. And I made a prediction on February the 19th, uh, 2017, uh, when just after he was sworn in. I made a prediction to the reporters after I started to go after his tax returns, in which I've stayed after for four years. Once, You know, if you start down the trail, then have enough guts and courage to stay with it, win or lose. Now, if you're afraid to make a mistake or lose, then you should stay out of the business. You don't belong here. We need to show some courage. The people put us into a position. They elected us so that we would be men or women, not to be lackeys. And all this business day in and day out that this president, the crap that he's provided the American people, then how come no evidence has ever been shown to us? And all he's done is try uh, to protect himself. Uh, There's got to be some accountability, Bill. Right. And to me, I mean, now you see the guy who was his chief counsel, the Mueller report. I mean, if he could say what he's done, if Mr. Krebs can say what he's done, and he he was in charge of the legitimacies of the election, then I can say what I've done. I'm an elected official. I'm an elected official. Those two other guys were not elected. I'm an elected official. I have a special responsibility. This is how I believe we protect the integrity of each branch of government. And you would never know there was a judiciary branch of government with Mr. Barr in his findings. Right. So, Congressman, I remember I was uh, covering the White House uh, in the early Obama years, the first term particularly, where there are a lot of people, I think you were one of them, who thought uh, that uh, the Justice Department should go after Dick Cheney and George Bush for war crimes, basically, and for torture, for breaking the law. Yes. And at the time, you know, we we raised that question at the White House. And what we were told was the the president believes in looking forward, you know, not looking in the rearview mirror, moving forward. Do you have any reason to believe that Joe Biden will think differently when it comes to Donald Trump? Well, this is what I think he thinks. I could be wrong, could be right. I think he thinks that 
if you get involved in this, that means you are getting involved with the Justice Department. Yep. And, and, and President-elect Joe has confided to all of us that he's not going to get in there and control the Justice Department. If he says to the Justice Department or whoever becomes the attorney general uh, tomorrow, mor- tomorrow morning, I don't, I don't know who's going to pick that. I have no idea. I've heard this name, that name. God bless them all. But I'll tell you one thing. He doesn't want to be seen as an individual. And I'll tell you why. He doesn't want to be seen as an individual who's bringing his, uh, not his lawyer, remember that, right? the lawyer for the country, and saying to him, hey, look, I want this done. Find a way that we can, you know, carve a path to this end. And I can understand that, Bill. I can understand. On the other hand, do we want our children to believe that you don't have to reconcile problems? They'll go away on their own with anything that's new. And I believe that it'll only get worse the next time if you can if you can think of it getting worse. It'll only get worse when people think that they're above the law. It's got to get worse, not better. So you may think it's out of the front pages, but the fact is that it's still going on. And I think we need to think about that very carefully, regardless of it. That's why I said this is not a Democratic issue per se uh, or a Republican issue. This is an issue for all Americans. And I'm glad he ran that kind of a campaign. That's why he won by more than 6 million votes. That's why he got 306 electoral votes. And that is why he is seen. He is seen. And, and uh, you know, another old guy like us. But the point of the matter is, it's not your, your age. It's not how loud or the names you can call the other person. It's your character. Gee, what do you know about that? And I, I'm, I'm very proud of what the forefathers did to write the Constitution. And I'm very glad with past uh, political leaders that upheld the law. And when they didn't, you saw what happened in the Teapot Dome incident. Right. In 1924, it's solely two presidents, and it included Democrats as well, not just Republicans. They got a piece of the pie, too, you know. So if Donald Trump skates, right, if he's allowed to uh, break the law, which he has uh, so many times, and gets away with it, do you think that would embolden future presidents to believe that they could basically operate above the law? Well, it will have emboldened Mr. Trump, that's for sure. Yep. If he decides to run for president again, or king, or dictator, or whatever he chooses, because he really he said he wasn't kidding two years ago, three years ago, when when he suggested that he would like to go to be president forever, or he'd run for a third, if run for a second and a third term. Now, what does that tell you? I mean, this is not just a figment of his imagination. He really believes that he's president for life. I got news for you. I'm not. I'm not. Ex- I don't believe I'm exaggerating at all. And what he's done in the United States of America in these four years is to get people who are struggling with the truth, and we all are, and we want people to believe that their government can be trusted. <laughs> Certainly, their elections. What does that leave us with? And there's still people, even after these thirty-some-odd lawsuits that didn't go anyplace, they still believe that this is a fractured election. And it was stolen from Donald Trump. Okay, we're still waiting two weeks later, three weeks later, rather. We're still waiting for the proof. I think we have every right to ask for the evidence and the proof. 
and not just a win. And I'm very sad. I do not. I do not look at the the, the, the supporters of, of Donald Trump as those folks who are less intelligent than anybody else. I believe that these are folks that fade in and fight, fade out of politics and government. And he got them to listen. Mm-hmm. And I give him. I give him credit for that. And we sometimes we believe that it's best to talk to ourselves. I never believe to talk to yourself. We got to get people to think this isn't. This is a, a, a democracy of intellect. It's not a democracy of foul. And, it, and if we continue to do this, it'll only get worse. And we should not think that it's going to get better by itself. Now, let's take a quick break here, Congressman, and come back and continue our conversation. Here on the Bill Press Pod today, uh, we have the great opportunity to speak with uh, Congressman Bill Pascrell, representing New Jersey's 9th District. Uh, he is also chair of the House and Ways and Means Committee on Oversight. We'll be Take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Today's podcast with Congressman Bill Pascrell, brought to you by the Teamsters Union, the International Brotherhood of Teamsters, over a million strong under the leadership of President Jim Hoffa, representing every industry, every line of work in the United States, from A to Z, as they say, from airline pilots to zookeepers. You'll be surprised at all the things they're involved in. Check out their website at teamster.org. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing Accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
And we're back with New Jersey's Congressman uh, Bill Pascrell, who has uh, stirred up a little action on Capitol Hill with his statement that he believes that Donald Trump should be investigated and prosecuted for crimes committed while he was in the White House after he leaves uh, the White House. Uh, So, Congressman, some of your colleagues are not too happy uh, with your speaking out. Five of your Republican colleagues actually introduced a measure in the House to censure you. Um, th- these are the members of the Freedom Caucus. I guess freedom of speech is not one of the things they believe in. <laughs> Every name, God bless them. This is, a, this is a democracy. I want to uphold that democracy. I want to uphold the right that you're trying to exercise that you want me censored because I said something. And let me tell you what kind of a guy I am, Bill. In February of 2017, when the Republicans were getting ready to throw upon us their idea of tax cuts, and which led to their total devastation in the elections of 2018, by the way, I said to the chairman of the Ways and Means Committee, why don't you and I join together and asking for the president's tax returns. Yeah. I mean, and you know, people said to me, Bill, are you crazy? They'll never do that. He's a Republican. He's going to defend his president. Well, he has every right to defend his president. Defending the president was something I was accused of when I, uh, in the in the, the Bill Clinton situation. So you have every right to, to, to criticize that. But what you don't have any right to do, I don't believe, is to twist the facts. When this was the first president that did not give us his tax returns, even though there's no law he has to do it. But he was the first president since Richard Nixon. And what Richard Nixon did, he finally had to pay more money taxes because he had gotten away with it. I mean, this is important. No member of the executive branch of government, not only the president, is allowed to make stuff up because he thinks he can get away with it and he can't be prosecuted. And if we have to clarify the law bill, we should. I don't care who the president is. We should clarify that law if we have to, if it's not clear enough. We know do we want it to say, must the president must give us his tax? Because it doesn't say that now. Or do we want to go along, as we do in many areas, protocol and, and experience and behavior, uh, and just make sure the law 6103, which is in the code 6103F, uh, is enough. And if we need to strengthen that law in the tax code, then we should. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I go back to uh, an article that was in the Times, two weeks ago, the magazine section, at this Sunday, two Sundays before. And Jonathan Mailer, M-A-H-L-E-R, he said that the nation may desire healing at the end of one president. Right. But there's also the matter of justice. And there is no guarantee that what feels right now will look right through the lens, the long lens, by the way, he said, the longer lens of history. So if you don't do it now, then sit on your hands and all you are is a bumper sticker sitting in a seat in the chamber, in the Congress. Well, I'd be insulted if somebody called me a walking bumper sticker. <laughs> and I, I, I just feel that it's time for action as I felt in 2017. And that's why I pursued it. We had close to 18 resolutions, both in the Ways and Means Committee and on the floor of the House of Representatives. And all of those guys who smirked and laughed, I wonder if they're smirking and lasting, laugh, laughing as the president's term comes to an end. And, you know, I, I pray for him and I pray for his family that they'll get over this. But I don't pray that justice will be hidden because, you know what? In Patterson, New Jersey, where I lived all my life, somebody runs into an appliance store on our downtown streets and takes something that doesn't belong to them. 
What if he said, well, he's not he's not above or she's not above the law. I'm not above the law, but what do you do to them and what do you do to me? Here, they would almost conclude the two sense two sets of justices, and we tolerate it. We tolerate it. No excuses from the Trump cowboy in Wyoming. No excuses. You've been had. Admit it. He took you over the coals and then laughed at you. You see what he said at the end of the campaign about some of these people? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Congressman, do you believe that uh, Donald Trump will, uh, knowing that he could face legal difficulty, as you point out, most likely at the state level, more uh, uh, New York attorney general, the Manhattan district attorney, knowing that, do you think uh, he would try or will try to pardon himself? And is he able to pardon himself? I believe that Donald Trump would do anything to save his tail. There is no question in my mind about that. Not only because he did say it, by the way, if you had to know, <laughs> right. but because if you follow his behavior, if you follow his behavior, that which we see, he will try anything to put himself above whomever. So he believes he could do anything he wants. He believes that. It's, it, don't, don't think it's just a quirk here. Well, you know Donald Trump. That's why a lot of people died, voted for him four years ago. Because, oh, you know, Donald, you can't, you know, he's this way or that way. Don't tell me that a man who questioned the president, you're asking me these questions, Bill? You should be asking the president of the United States, a man who went after the president of the United States because of where, quote unquote, he came from. He came from Mars. You might have you might have said he came from Mars. Do you think that that wasn't a dastardly act? Where did that come from? Person who says that would do anything. Right. So I'm saying yes to your question. Now, yeah. if uh, once a new administration takes over, we don't know who the new attorney general is going to be. Right. Um, there are those you're not alone who do believe that Donald Trump should be held accountable for all the reasons you mentioned. Because of if we don't, what that what that means? What can you do and what can Congress do to make sure that that happens? Or does it all depend on, at the federal level, does it all depend on Joe Biden and the attorney general? No, it depends on the attorney general. It should depend on the attorney general only. And I, I am sure that that subject was brought up when they were vetting or beginning to vet or discuss with potential candidates for these positions, questions along the lines which you're asking. And I think they're very important questions. You know, uh, don't tell me that Trump didn't ask the last uh, uh, appointment to the uh, Supreme Court that was validated by the, the Republican Senate. Don't tell me he didn't. He doesn't know what her background is on choice. Now, doesn't make her a bad person, nor does it make the people who believe in, all, in free choice uh, bad people. But I'm saying to you, these are important critical matters to the state. I'm not questioning people's opinions, Bill. I'm questioning if they're trying to destroy the very government we cherish. So when the word treachery is used, I don't say, oh my God, that's too strong. If you're trying to undermine an election, if you're trying to get people to think that you have America invested in your heart, then you know, that's powerful statements. You better be able to, to show it. I'm willing to stand up. I'm willing, I'm willing to say what I believe and think. I'm not just going helter-skelter. I believe what I say can be supported, just as I believe they could be supported that the president should show us his taxes, even though he doesn't have to. Right. Uh You've also said that, uh, Congressman, it's not just Donald Trump, but some of those 
around him, some oh. of those top aides, should also be investigated yeah. and prosecuted. Do you care to name some names? Well, I believe Mitch, Mitch, uh, Mitch McConnell. Yeah, yeah I think uh, Mitch deserves uh, a reckoning. So there's a lot we need to look at here. And, and I am saying to you, this may be the pivot. This may be the time when we examine those thoughtful issues and see who's really with us and who is not. Donald Trump got over 70 million votes. Biden got over 80. 70 million votes. So there are 70 million, there's more than that, more than that, who said, oh, you know Donald Trump. Come on. So he spoke out. He did this and he never, never had the guts to fire anybody eyeball to eyeball twittered his way on something so significant uh let's take away the twitters i'm not i'm not in any manner shape or form electronic genius so i twit my my you know i twitter with my staff and we put out things if someone was to tell me tomorrow morning you can't twitter anymore i wouldn't lose any sleep over i mean to me it'd be a violation perhaps of free speech and we'd have to work on that but you know I, i like to see people at hand face to face, which is the one thing I missed in the past election because of the COVID, you know, bring some humanity into this thing. When you when you think you're better than everybody and you're discussing issues, well, if you only knew, how many times did he say that? I've talked to the best people. He always talked to the best. I didn't talk to the best people. He talked to the best people. He's perfect. He makes perfect judgments. You didn't know that, did you? You didn't think, look, only God is perfect. And if you can't admit that, then how can you take on a role of responsibility like president of the United States, leader of the world? So I went to his inauguration. People were ticked off at me, Billy, that I went to the inauguration. I thought it was my responsibility to be there. I'm not a sunshine patron. I believe in the law. And I believe that the law should be implemented. And it doesn't matter what your title is. Do those Trumpies support what I just said? Then we got a starting place anyway. Right. Nobody's better than anybody else. And that, that was one of the hidden issues in 2016 when there was some parts of that campaign that showed that the Democrats were felt that they were a little bit more knowledgeable on things. That is BS. We're all in this together. The boat. The boat leaks at your end just like it leaks at my end, and you do your best. And and if you have evidence that I have not presented anything or anything that's I I made it up, then you have an obligation to say so. Uh, And Congressman, it's it's stunning in a way uh, that you are the only voice that I've heard so far who's been willing to stand up and say nothing more controversial than nobody is above the law (laughs) and, and not even Donald Trump. And, and, you, uh, and you tell me we're not in trouble, Bill, huh? <laughs> exactly. There's a simple point. Everybody understands what you said. Yeah. Why are we always oh. trying to talk above people's heads? No. Because we're going to show how perfect we are and how more into that intelligent we are. Yeah. That makes no sense. No. We're all in this together. And the COVID is the perfect example. <laughs> <laughs> For being that one person who stands up and tells it like it is, Congressman, uh, we salute you, wish you well. Uh, hope you uh, lined up a lot of your colleagues uh, to support your position. And thank you for uh, giving us some of your time today here on the Bill Press Pod. I'm honored. I'm honored. And you always never try to embarrass anybody. You always ask them tough questions. And that's how it should be. If you can't stay in the heat, Harry said, get the hell out of the kitchen. <laughs> you got it. All right, Congressman. See you again soon. Thank you. God bless. And that's it for today's podcast with Congressman Bill Pascrell from New Jersey raising the call for Donald Trump to be investigated and prosecuted for crimes committed 
while he was president of the United States. Thanks so much for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already done so just by going to wherever you're listening to this podcast. Pull up the Bill Press Pod and click on subscribe and you are part of the team. Stay safe, stay strong, stay sane if you can, and we'll see you on the next edition of the Bill Press Pod.